It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. All right. Well, let's get right into it. So welcome back to the show, Ronnie. It's good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you as well. You're becoming a regular. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess so. So for those who may not have caught you on our previous shows, if you could just remind people of who you are and what you do for First Atlantic Commerce. Okay, yeah, sure. So First Atlantic Commerce is a payment gateway. Uh, We've been around for over 20 years now, based in Bermuda. Um, I am the chief operating officer. Um, We're a technology company, so all things technology come under my responsibility at FAC. Okay. Well, you're the right guy to have on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Hope so. So you're also the chair of the Cybersecurity Governance Board. Can you talk a little bit about what your responsibilities are and what the board's responsibilities are? Sure. So um, the Cybersecurity Governance Board was formed um, out of the National Cybersecurity um, strategy for Bermuda. Um, we're actually an interim board because the legislation required to um, formally uh, appoint a board um, is still in development. Okay. However, our responsibility is to um, implement the national strategy as released in September 2019. Now, if I'm being honest, uh, we are behind. Um, the pandemic set things um, pretty far behind for for us, given that the government's uh, priorities had to change. However, um, things have been progressing. Um, The national national strategy has four um, goals that we are aiming to achieve. Okay. Um, And however, um, I'm pleased to say that the legislative goals are actually moving forward and making good progress um, now. Um, It's too, detailed of a conversation to go into what those are. For 30 are. minutes, right? We won't get yeah. to that. Yes. But the, just to know that the national strategy has four goals. Um, and, uh, you know, just to highlight, uh, one, the goal one is to protect Bermuda's cyberspace. It's intentionally broad and it encompasses a lot of subjects. Number two is uh, basically deals with um, legislation. So develop and act and maintain appropriate legislation. Okay. Um, and that's what's uh, very much in progress now. And then strategic goal three deals with um, education. So building uh, capacity in Bermuda in terms of having our own, um, trying to train people in Bermuda to be cybersecurity professionals um, and also to um, uh, make the public aware of cybersecurity issues around um, you know, using internet, et cetera. And then the fourth goal um, deals with um, uh, international crime um, legislation so enhance local and international cybersecurity collaboration and cooperation. So um, that also is, um, that requires a change to several pieces of legislation, but our ultimate aim there is to comply with the Budapest legislation, uh, sorry, Budapest convention, which will allow the police here to have more broad access to um, uh, law and law entities in other parts of the world. Uh, but again, probably a little bit more too, too much detail to go in here today. But the good point is that legislation is moving forward now. So hopefully, you know, within the next uh, 10 months, we will have legislation that's been passed by the House and in place. Okay. 
Well, that's awesome. So we have been helping you with three, goal three, which is the education. And so we've had these series of seminars that we've been hosting for the public to make them aware of cybersecurity concerns and help um, small business owners in particular uh, ready themselves for um, making sure that they are in compliance with whatever laws are in place currently. And so we started with you. I think you facilitated one of the first seminars and now we're coming to the close of that series and you are finishing up um, with one of the last of the seminars. And so that right. one is gonna be focused on payment processing and it's entitled, Is Your Online Payment Platform Secure? Um, so this is next week, Wednesday, um, May 18th, actually May 18th. Two weeks. Week after next. Yeah. yeah, two weeks. Um, from 1230 um, to 1.30. And that is a free webinar. People can register on our website to attend that. So as a COO of FAC, you obviously have experience when it comes to payment processing. Um, so what are going to be some of the things you're going to be covering in this webinar? Okay, and again, not to give too much away because we want people to come to the webinar. Of but, course, um, just wet their appetite. I would say um, what I what I was going to talk about were three main things: um, is, um, the site administration, so um, how, your, how your site is set up, and all of your um, settings and all of that stuff. How to secure that? How to get access to your site? Um, the data that you're storing. Um, so um, you will be storing customer data. So, you know, I want to talk about the security of that. And then the payment process. We want to be sure that the payment process is secure, um, not just for the card order, but also for you as the merchant. You want to be sure that, um, you know, that you're going to get your funds. Um, so I won't go into any more detail, but those are the topics, I think, um, that the, the headline topics, if you like, that I was hoping to cover. Okay. Well, you heard that, people. So if you want to know more, you have to sign up. <laughs> to attend the webinar it's free so you know definitely um hope people sign up so from your perspective can you talk a little bit about what's required to get people set up online in bermuda yeah sure so first of all obviously you want to decide um how uh, you know what software are you going to use for your site um now there are um you know a lot of software um, carts, you know, some software vendors that offer shopping carts. So you want to um, take a look and see what's available. There are some very popular ones, of course, Shopify, WooCommerce, etc., that you could build your site in. WordPress is another one people use. So you want to look at that. Um, well, the one thing you want to rely, you you need to appreciate is you're probably going to need somebody with some IT knowledge to help you. Um, these, you know, whilst some of them appear to be turnkey, um, having somebody with some IT knowledge is very helpful. Um, you may not have to do a lot of software development, but there are a lot of technical configurations one has to make. So deciding on what you're going to use to build your site is sort of important. Um, the next thing is um, you need to have a bank account and a merchant account. Um, and typically the banks will make you have a separate account for your merchant business. And that is essentially a credit decision. The reason for that is that the card business, and let's just put it this way, a lot of merchants obviously are online selling goods successfully, right? right? Mm -hmm. However, there is fraud um, and it's a risky business, right? There is a risk. And so, the, um, and the card associations allow a cardholder um, six months to do what's called a chargeback, that is dispute the transaction. And 
you know, at the present time, the way it is, uh, there's there are ways of mitigating um, any merchant um, liability uh, using like 3D uh, 3D secure. But the point is, is that the banks treat this as a credit risk because it could be that you have to pay back um, some money um, back to the cardholder if you do not win the chargeback or you're not successful in, in, in pushing back on a dispute, okay? And there may be many reasons for a chargeback, uh, but so that again, it's 30 minutes, I can't go into all of that. But the point is I'm trying to explain why the banks treat it as a credit. Um, right. They, they treat it like a credit facility. So you have to get a merchant account and, and probably to do that, you're gonna to have to explain to the bank, what is the business case um, for it? I know there's a couple other questions that you know might come up in terms of how to go about um, justifying it. But you need a bank account and then um, you need a payment gateway. Um, typically banks don't want uh, merchants connecting directly into their system. So that's why the companies like FAC exist. Uh, we, we facilitate the payment gateway process. So we provide um, an integration for merchants to send the payments to us and then we process it through the end, the sort of the rest of the payments infrastructure so that the cardholder gets charged and the merchant gets paid. So we facilitate that. Um, and then when you are, we'll come to this in a minute, but uh, when you're looking at your shopping cart, you wanna make sure that, you know, which, or you wanna check to see which payment gateways that they are integrated with. Right. Um, so those, those are the main activities. Um, you know, that, that one wants to look for. So when it comes to payment gateways, there are only a few options that work in Bermuda, right? So of course, FAC, you are here, you're a Bermuda company. Yeah. But can you talk about maybe some of the other options that people would want to consider? Well, I'd prefer not. I'd prefer to talk I about prefer you would, but right? come on now. You are, <laughs> take off your FAC hat. <laughs> um, <laughs> like cybersecurity no. governance board. <laughs> I think the... Um, the only other one is authorized.net. Yes. Is the, is the other significant one. Yes. And, and, and the reason that it's, um, again, the reason it's important to identify the payment gateway, particularly one that works in Bermuda, is because you, um, again, these are card association rules. Mm -hmm. um, you can't, you have, your merchant account has to be in the jurisdiction uh, where your company is incorporated. So, for instance, you can't have a company in Bermuda and have a merchant account in the Bahamas, for instance, or a merchant account in the United States. Um, if you have, so if I can explain that because people are gonna say, well, what do you mean? I can acquire yeah, in the United States. Yeah. Um, well, you can't, you, you, um, even with authorized.net, um, your funds have to settle in Bermuda and they have to get the funds to Bermuda. PayPal, for instance, doesn't do business in Bermuda because they have no way of settling to a Bermuda bank. Um, and that's because of, PayPal haven't determined that Bermuda is large enough for their, right, their for business. Set, set but ultimately, you have to get your funds to a bank in Bermuda. Or if you're not, if you're not, if your merchant account isn't in the company jurisdiction, sorry, sorry, the company of um, where your the country where your co your company is registered, and mm -hmm. um, is that you? If you're not doing that, then you're doing what's called cross border acquiring, which is not allowed in the card association under card association rules. So you have to have a payment gateway that can settle in and a process that can settle in Bermuda. So if you're a Bermuda merchant. If you're a Bermuda merchant. So let's say, for yeah. example, someone has an online store, they're selling goods, but they want to sell goods to people overseas. They yeah. would still need to have their settling account 
based in the country where they started their business. So in this instance, in Bermuda. Yes. Yeah. You can sell to anyone in any country. That's not the issue. The issue is, right. is where the funds are being, where the funds are settled for your merchant account, for your gotcha. merchant business. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, and those are card association rules. And the banks, um, the banks have to abide by card association rules. They're, they're members of the card associations. And in order to continue to accept MasterCard Visa, which is the primary cards in Bermuda, there's Amex right. as well, I believe, um, you, they have to abide by these rules. So, so these are card association rules. You touched on it a little bit, PayPal, right? And so I know a lot of people shop online or they shop overseas and there's so many other type of payment options for them. Um, PayPal being one, then you have Stripe, then you have Apple Pay. You have all these different ways to make a payment and get money into another person's hands, but we don't have that in Bermuda. Why? Like what? what, yeah. what is preventing us from making it easier for people to share or transfer money amongst each other? Yeah, it's really the size, right? So okay. um, we're, we're 58,000 people, 58, 60,000 people, depending on whose number you believe. And it's, we're still very small, right? right? So when you take Apple Pay, for instance, Apple Pay requires that card issuers participate in Apple Pay. Um, now, I have no idea whether the banks here um, who issue credit cards, right? right? I don't know if they've applied to be part of Apple Pay or not. I have no idea. I'm not involved in those conversations. But my point is, is that Apple Pay is going to look at the jurisdiction. And, you know, in Bermuda, we probably have, I don't know, 20,000 cardholders, right? right. Um, that's, that's a minuscule number for Apple. So obviously, Apple are going to go around selling and trying to get issuers around the world. And there are, you know... <laughs> There's probably 200,000 issuers around the world, something like that. It's a huge yeah. number, right? Um, they're going to focus on where the larger volumes are of cardholders. So that's sort of where Bermuda is. We're small. And that is, you know, the same as PayPal and Stripe, really. It's really our size. Yeah. That is the issue. So, I, you know, for me, I'm always like, we need to get these and why can't we develop our own system? Like, to me, I feel like it's a business opportunity for some business, but I guess to set up something specific for Bermuda, the cost is prohibitive. Do you think that's why maybe yeah. no one's entered that space? Yeah, I mean, listen, we have a lot of business in Bermuda, FAC does, and we're pleased to have it. We have some really, really good merchants on our platform. But, you know, at the end of the day, right, to provide the technology required and all the redundancy required and to um, comply with all the compliance requirements that are imposed on us, um, we we can't just rely on the business we have in Bermuda. That's just not possible. It's not. It doesn't make it financially viable. So our primary, and, and I know this is not to talk about first Atlantic commerce, but I'm trying to answer your question in a, in a real way, yeah, real yeah. world way. Because we, that. you know, our primary um, areas of business are the Caribbean and Central America. Yeah. And um, so whilst we are very happy that we can offer services in Bermuda. Um, and we are very pleased to have the merchants we have, and we do the best we can to get people signed on. We have a special um, arrangement, right? We, we have a different fee structure for Bermuda merchants than we do overseas. And that's to encourage people in Bermuda to get signed up. So we're very happy to have that, but the volumes aren't high enough, right? So we, as a, as a payment gateway, um, the only way we make revenue is when we process a transaction. Right. And we need to process a lot of transactions to, to pay for the infrastructure we have. Um, you know, in order to support this business. People want, when they when they sign up a payment gateway, they want to know that we're reliable, that our, our um, 
we have redundancy um, and that security is in place. Um, you know, we're talking about cybersecurity today, right? So, and we're talking about the merchant's security. But of course, like, you know, just, you can only imagine this, the, the, um, the tools we have to have in place yeah. uh, to make sure that our environment is secure. So all of that costs money. And yeah. so the reality is it's, um, you know, it's, it's just what it is. We need, an, we need to, Bermuda's just not small enough to support on its own. So right. businesses have to, have to not have to not, another area of marketing, another area of, um, or another source of revenue. So could there be an opportunity for us to become part of a group? You know what I mean? Like, so that we can get those services. And I feel like sometimes we are, we being Bermuda is being left behind when it comes to that kind of thing. Could, could we become part of other small jurisdictions to become this kind of one cooperative, if you will, of small jurisdictions that facilitate these types of things? Yeah. Well, is that a thing um, or no? Well in, well, in theory, you would say that was a good idea, but unfortunately, yeah. uh, we don't work, you know, we, we don't, we haven't done that previously, like, you know, right. um, gotten together um, sort of a collaborative um, amongst all the other smaller islands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't know why. I guess somebody needs to start that. Um, we, um, business idea, business opportunity. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, but, you know, then you have to appreciate that, you know, you've got some large islands in the Caribbean, Jamaica, and yeah. Trinidad, um, which are quite large entities on their own a little bit more appealing volume wise than Bermuda that, um, you know, probably get some traction among some of these larger entities. They do, they do, they do. Well, this is like, this is an issue that, you know, we've been talking about ever since I've been um, working with, with the cybersecurity board and economic development department. And I just hope in the future that at some point, there can be a solution because I do think that it's those kinds of solutions that are more palatable for smaller businesses, right? Which are our stakeholders. Because when you talk about opening a merchant account or something like that, typically you have to have the number of transactions to warrant that additional expense, right? Um, And that brings me to one of my questions for you, like from your standpoint, when would you say this you should do this because we're always telling people oh you have to scale you have to get an online shopping cart so that you can you know sell your products to people overseas but then the reality is um can they afford to do that right so what would be your opinion in terms of when you would advise a business to consider setting up a merchant account so that they can have online payment processing yeah um it's difficult to come up with sort of a, a number, you know, yeah. that somebody would use to determine, right? So when you're setting up a business, um, obviously um, you would set up, you would put together a business plan right. and, you know, you're going to assess the market and determine, you know, okay, cost of business and how much you can sell your goods for, and what's the potential market here for that product or service. Um, so you need to go through that process and, um, you know, and then you need to factor in um, the various fees associated with doing that. Um, you know, processing those transactions along with your cost of goods. You're just going to have to be a part of your business model. And at the end of the day, obviously, you know, every business has to make a profit right, to right. sustain itself. So um, you need to figure out where that, what that, uh, what that number is. Um, I don't have that number today. Um, you know, for instance, we charge 10 cents a try on for Bermuda merchants. Okay. Um, so 
that just needs to be built into whatever the cost is uh, of setting up your store. And then when you, you know, you want to prepare your business plan for when you go speak to the bank. Because again, as the bank, as I mentioned, the banks treat this as a credit decision. Yeah. Um, because, because of the nature of the business. And they want to see what your business plan is as well. And, you know, um, I don't work for the bank, so I don't really know um, how, um, you know, how thorough sort of they push things. But my point is, they're going to want to see that you've thought about it, right? Yeah. And that you've actually got a plan and a real plan in place that has a real potential for working. Yeah. And, you know, that's aside from the fact as to whether you have to borrow money to help you start the business, right? Apart from your merchant account, you know, you, you have to borrow money to actually start the business. Most businesses do. Um, so they'll require a business plan. But yeah, I don't have a magical number for you, but I do appreciate um, the challenge that it can be. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just like any other, uh, you know, it's not just about accepting payments. It's just about starting for business, really. Yeah. Yeah. Payments just happens to be the necessity these days because, you know, commerce is no longer um just commerce as e-commerce yeah 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 i mean to so survive especially during COVID, like you will want to have had a shopping cart or some type of online um, yeah. payment functionality so thinking about that and talking about shopping carts um like you said there you know people will go online and there's these sites where you can set up your website for free and get shopping carts included in it how are people to assess which ones actually work because some some of them don't work in Bermuda. So how should they determine which ones could actually work in Bermuda and be suitable for their needs? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Um, and, and to be honest, sometimes it's very difficult to, to filter through the noise. Mm -hmm. um, but you want to try to identify a reputable vendor, um, you know, so uh, one that maybe you get a recommendation from somebody who has a site that is working and, and the vendors works well with them. Um, you know, there's a lot of fraudsters on the planet, unfortunately. And of course, in the e-commerce world, um, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to be in Bermuda, right? You could be anywhere exactly. um, in order to commit fraud. Yeah. Um, so you do want to make sure it's a reputable um, vendor and you want to be sure that um, they have, the ability to settle funds in Bermuda as well, right? So, okay. Um, and that well, goes back to- They can to like payment. start with that question because if they can't settle funds in Bermuda, it's a yes. no-go anyway. Yes, that's true. So, <laughs> you know, what payment gateway options do they have? Mm -hmm. um, because that's that's obviously critical. You ought to be able to get your funds. Um, and then, you know, we're going to talk about the security of, of things, um, you know, but it's like, you know, it's like trying to do business with anybody overseas. You just have to have some comfort. Do Google search. Um, yeah. Go to the Facebook. Go to the Facebook page. See see what the reviews are on the vendor. Um, just to be sure that um, you know you're dealing with somebody that that is has, is credible. Right. Right. So it's common sense kind of stuff. But um, yeah. for me, it's like really at the end of the day, if they don't. Uh, work with FAC or authorized.net, then it's a non-starter because you won't be able to settle your funds in Bermuda anyway, because those yeah. are the only payment gateways that work, right? Yeah. And then you also, you know, you probably want to review the agreement. Now, a lot of people click through those agreements and don't yeah. read them, right? And and it's so many words and legally yes. it's like but with a shopping cart vendor, you want to make sure that you do read through it. Um 
because again, that's where it's going to state what their responsibilities are and what your responsibilities are as the merchant, right? Um, and you want to you want to look at the security features of the site. Um, and again, we're going to talk about security, but the point is you want to make sure that it has you know some essential security components. Right. Um, who's going to do the backups of the site? You know, um, again, the agreement will outline this. Who's responsible for that? Um, you know, who are, is the, is, does the merchant have to make sure the site is backed up, that the data right. is backed up? And there is the site, I just said to mention, there is the setup of the site and all the site configurations. And then there's the data and they maybe have to be backed up separately. Typically they do. So who's going to be responsible for that? Because again, if something happens um, um, and your site goes down, it has to be recovered from backup. Um, you need to know whose responsibility that is. And, and um, if yeah. it's yours, then you want to make sure that backup is done on a regular basis. And then the other thing you want to make sure of actually is the currency um, settings. You want to make sure Bermuda is available as a currency oh. um, in the in their, in the setup. Now, having said that, um, this is always confusing to merchants here. Um, the banks here will um, set up merchant accounts as US dollars. However, uh, Bermuda, Bermuda card holders will not be charged anything for that. It's just a technical thing. Okay. Uh, but the point is, um, you want to make sure the site can can at least can can accept Bermuda dollars. So let's go back to the security component. So yeah. as the merchant who is purchasing the shopping cart or setting up the online payment um, shopping cart, when you talk a little bit about what we can do, read the agreement, that sort of thing, but if a breach occurs, then what is their uh, recourse? Is there any recourse or is it just all on them? Well, I can tell you, that's why I'm telling you to read the agreement because the agreement is gonna outline whose responsibility that is. But I will tell you this, is that as the merchant, you're the one signing the merchant agreement with the banks, right? So ultimately you are responsible for any data breach, regardless of whether you're using a cloud service or, or a shopping cart or anything. Uh, you as the merchant are responsible for any data that's lost because um, that's it's you're the one that's decided to use a shopping cart, nobody else. Right. So you need to do that due diligence. Um, and that's why you want to look for these security features and you want to make sure the site is protected uh, with um, various um, you know, multi-factor. Again, we're getting into some of the things I was going to cover on the 18th. But yeah, um, the point is, you want to be sure that the site allows you to um, to secure it properly, um, and that it has data. You know, being data is encrypted, etc. You know, because you are ultimately responsible um, for that for for any data loss. So on and the flip in side, fact, just sorry, not to not to keep going on about that, but yeah, TIPA, the privacy legislation in Bermuda will also also states that. That you um, have to, also, yeah. Also makes it clear that you as the merchant are responsible for the any data loss. Mm. Okay, you heard it here and you're gonna hear it again on the 18th. But um, <laughs> so on, on the flip side from the consumer perspective, how can they feel confident that they should be using their credit cards online? Like what are some of the things that they should be looking for to ensure that the vendor side is secure? So again, um, it's, a, it's, you know, you want to evaluate whether a reputable vendor, you want to see, again, back to my point about um, same as merchant, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, do go to the Facebook page, do a Google search, see what the reviews are on the vendor. 
um, you know, to the extent that you can tell where is the vendor located. Um, and, you know, if you look on Facebook, um, you know, you'll get a few ads pop up. Uh, they're selling, you know, widgets. Um, and, and to be honest, I bought one or two things from those, but I, and I've looked at it to make sure that I think it's legitimate. I looked at the reviews and I've actually received the product and it's actually from China. Um, and the, um, the thing is that you want to know where they're located because um, they're, the shipping time could be, if it's in China, they're going to use the cheapest shipping method they can use. And it might take three months to get to you. Right. But by, know, by knowing where they're from, expecting the shipping time, you know, uh, you know, you don't want to go put a charge back in to the bank or, or and then the you dispute. Get it. Yeah, because, and then you receive it, right? Because that's not good for, as a cardholder to have that no. reputation. So, but you just want to do as much research as you can on the vendor. Um, you want to make sure, you know, the, the basic stuff, right? When you're, when you're putting in your card number, you want to make sure that, you know, it's using a secure uh, payment page. You know, it's HTTPS, a little lock right. up in the left corner um, to indicate that it's an encrypted um, channel and that your card data can't be read in, in transit. Right. Um, and then, but, well, as I said, that's just basic, some basic stuff that you can do. But I know, it, but you'll be surprised, right? Like people, they don't, they see the thing, they want the thing. And then it's only after the fact that they're like, oh crap, I didn't see the lock, but now the information is gone and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So I think it's important for us to kind of keep reiterating these things that for you, especially, you know, yeah. it's common and sense, then, it's second nature, uh, but. I would then, you know, if you've bought something online, you want to make sure that you, um, you know, check your credit card account, you know, right. to make sure that the transaction came through with the correct amount. Um, and, you know, there aren't other transactions there that shouldn't be there, for instance. Right, right. Um, things of that nature. Okay. Well, believe it or not, we're like at the bottom of, of yeah. the hour so we're already there but before we leave i wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about how fac works with their clients so if i'm the small business owner do i contact you or would i be working with a developer and that developer will be working with fac to get me set up and to get my shopping yeah so it's best that the merchant contact us okay um and and whether or not you have the bank account already it doesn't really matter we'll work with you um, it, and, and right now we're talking Bermuda merchants. We do this for all merchants, but let's just focus on Bermuda merchants. If you, if you want to get started, contact us, we'll work with you. Um, and to, and also work with the bank to help you hopefully get you signed up with a bank for a bank account at one of the banks. Uh, the bank is your choice. Obviously there are two that we work with here, three that we work with here actually. Um, so, you know, um, we'll work through that process with you and we'll help you along help you along the way. And then once you get the business side of it sorted out, yeah, you wanna have a developer involved and then our support team will definitely work with you and your developer on getting the technical side configured. Um, and we obviously, you know, um, as I put it, we don't get paid unless we process a transaction. So it's in our exactly. interest to get to merchants get up and running okay. live. So uh, we will do whatever we need to, to get you integrated to our platform and get you running. Yeah. All right. That was not a sales pitch. That was just the uh, truth. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> no, I'm <laughs> really I want to thank you, Ronnie, for 
sharing um, some of your information and knowledge sure. with us on this topic and just reminding people the webinar is May 18th and it's Is Your Online Payment Platform Secure? And if it's not, Ronnie's going to tell you how to make sure that it is. So make sure you log on to BEDC.BM to register. Um, and if for any reason you can't attend, it's okay. We are recording it. So you will get a recorded version of that so that you can reference it at a later date. But again, Ronnie Vieira from FAC, I want to thank you so much for sharing with us and enjoy your rest of your day. Thanks very much. Great to be here today. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here.